For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I keep forgetting I'm president. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. <laughs> yes, you do. You do keep forgetting your president, sir. Woo! Uh, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Here at ABC News. What a successful international trip this has been so far. America is back. But America can't find its keys. <laughs> America is wandering the parking lot of the H-E-B. Can't remember where it parked. <sighs> America can't wait for tapioca time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, America, America's playing shuffleboard, man, and not very well. Damn, if that's a successful international trip, man. Whew, that's, that bar is pretty low for old President Biden, isn't it? That's a low damn bar for him. He knuckle, what did he knuckle bump? Or fist bump? What president, did he, what world leader did he try to fist bump? He's talking to the stinking queen with his stinking aviator glasses on. He might as well just have scratched himself while he was talking to her, and he leaned over and sniffed her hair. Hey, hey, champ, do you all use conditioner here in the, in the UK? Okay, is that, is that vanilla? Get thee away from me, or I shall have thee beheaded. You know, what an embarrassment, man. Putin, yeah, Putin's shivering in his boots, man. <laughs> Putin is really nervous. I mean, that man, uh, yeah, America's back. Putin's laughing his ass off, man. You know, he is. Putin is, la- like, drinking expensive. He's drinking the good stuff right now, laughing his ass off watching this this uh, this circus. He'll schedule something late. He's sitting there. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I seem to work better after midnight. How about you come over after midnight, uh, 9 p.m.? He's, like, talking to his age. He's sitting there in a big leather chair, drinking, like, $1,000 glass vodka with a tiger at his feet. <laughs> On a chain, you know what I mean? Like the guy in Ga- and the guy in uh, in uh, The Walking Dead, right? The king, remember him? They had the tiger on the chain. Putin's got a freaking panther on a chain. And it's drinking vodka, too. And it's drinking vodka out of its little tiger bowl. Oh, he says I am a worthy adversary. <laughs> In what? Chess? You know, I mean, he's, you know, Parcheesi. Biden looks like an ass. And, and, and moreover, he looks like an ass that doesn't know where the hell he is. He's a confused ass, okay? And he's the president of the United States. And the world is laughing at him, but every liberal idiot journalist in this country, oh, what a successful trip. Joe, pay attention. Joe, pay attention. Over here, man. Uh, The guy with the thinning hair, that's Putin. (sighs) You know, and and then he got Boris Yeltsin. He's talking about we need to be more feminine. See, he's losing his crap, too. But uh, over there, Boris, over there, or what's his name over there? And uh, Boris Johnson in the U.K., he's losing his stuff, too. He, he thinks the U.K. needs to be more effeminate, more womanly. And then Biden can sniff the hair of the collective hair of the U.K. I just, this is, what a clown show this whole thing has been, man. So, I, I you know, I'm embarrassed as an American. Are you embarrassed as an American by the president? I'm going to ask you, 210-599-5555, are you stinking embarrassed by the press? I know a lot of you liberal idiots out there, well, he's not as bad as Trump. Well, he, he doesn't send out those really insulting tweets, does he? No, he doesn't. He's better than Trump. You know, seriously, you could have a bowl of porridge serving as the president of the United States and same people, well, at least that bowl of porridge is better than Trump. But come on, man. If you're being honest, you're being real. 
Come on, be real with your old Uncle Sean, all right? Call me up and tell me that you, as a, if you were a supporter of Biden, the rest of you, just, you know, if you, you call me up and are you not embarrassed by this guy? Are you not embarrassed by this guy? Come on, man. If you supported him and you voted for him or you think you voted for him, all right, do you, do you, do you think he's done well, uh, on the international stage thus far? I'm amazed he didn't, like, slap the queen on her ass. When he's walking away, you know. I'm just serious. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I got to be honest with you. Right before I went on the air, I watched that kid at Clark High School on the graduation video with the glitter and the lingerie. You know, first off, you know, glitter. You know, gay people and glitter. It's just gay glitter, glitter gay, gay glitter. You know, I'm sick of the glitter with the gay. Thanks for reinforcing more negative stereotypes about your own community, man. That's great. Not to mention you have the physique of Jack Black. You know, that didn't help at all. I thought that was Jack Black throwing glitter in the air. What a display, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You know, I mean. Do they even have a rule like, you know, uh, students are discouraged from wearing lingerie and tossing glitter in the air? Well, what's the deal with the graduations? Last week we had, uh, what do we have, uh, a chick with the Mexican flag wrapped around? Two Mexican flags. Two with the Mexican Well, there are two graduates. Well, two graduates with Mexican flags, right, in the graduation. Okay. Now we've got Gary Glitter uh, graduating from Clark, uh, from Clark High School. Just get, just be glad you freaking graduated, man. Just be f- freaking glad you got the freaking diploma. And get the hell off stage. It's not about you. But see, that's what it is. It ain't about this guy promoting Pride Month or supporting the Glitter Union. You know, it's nothing like that. It's look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm a fat guy in lingerie tossing glitter in the air. Oh, boy. Uh, YouTube video is going to take off and make me famous. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Jonathan, how you doing, Jonathan? Hey, Sean. Yeah, I'm definitely embarrassed by uh, Biden, and I want you to do the rest of the show in your Russian accent. <laughs> Man of a thousand voices, and they all sound like me. <laughs> uh, thank you, man. Thank you. I really would like to see Putin just slap Joe Biden, just you know, just, just out of pure disgust. You know what I mean, Chris? Like out of pure manly disgust, just slap him. You know, just a big open hand, just right open now. hand, <laughs> <laughs> like Kurt Russell and uh, and Billy Bob and Tombstone. You know, well, even a slow reach all the way back, just so you can get the whole wham. <laughs> <laughs> you know where you are now. <laughs> Welcome to next week. Welcome to next week. Glad I am a worthy adversary of you. Two one zero five. You'll sniff my wife's hair, and I'll rip your throat out with my bare hands. See, that's the thing about it. you. Look at a guy like Putin. He's killed guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know if he has. Or, he's ex KGB. You know he's done some nasty stuff, man. The dudes. Well, think about where he is now. It would just take a nod from him for most <laughs> Right. Now he doesn't have to sully his own hands with ripping some guy's trachea out, you know? But you know he's done crap like that. Like if you were sitting around with Vlad. So what's it like to pull a guy's fingernails out of his hands? Well, let me tell you. Yeah, And they're, <laughs> and they're still using poison. So. They're still using poison, man. Guy like Putin, he will. He'll get medieval on your ass. He will, man. Well, right, right now, he just nods and somebody else does it. He's the kind of guy that probably has like a like a tank of sharks, you know, or a piranha or something under the floor of his office, you know, and he gets you to sit in a certain chair like in the old James Bond movies. Have a seat. And if he doesn't like it, he just pulls, pushes a button and the chair flips back and in, into the shark tank you go. He disappointed me. <laughs> Do not disappoint me. I'll feed you to the freaking sharks. I mean, has there ever been a guy that looks like he should have been a villain in a James Bond movie than Vlad Putin? And Biden says he's bright. A dim bulb like Biden says he's bright. And the sharks are swimming in vodka. 
<laughs> shock sharks are swimming and they're vodka swimming sharks, man. So not only are there sharks, but they're they're you know mean sharks. They're, they're like the mean drunk in the in the bar, you know. Here's Gino. Gino, how you doing? Ducky, things are good at the farm. Excellent. Uh, y'all asking about being embarrassed? I say absolutely not because I'm too busy laughing my ass off. Okay, <laughs> such an idiot, you know. It it my dilly. Dude, he like loses mid sentence. He just suddenly doesn't know where he is. My God, right? It's like they do a conglomeration of mess ups. <laughs> Almost said that, <laughs> but yeah. no, I don't feel. I don't give. I do give a crap about me, but his dumbass. Uh, I hope Putin pokes him in the eye. How's that? It pokes him in the eye like the Stooges. Great, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, Putin's really terrified of it. Yeah, he's he's up he's you know he's uh he's really scared of the new American president. He's uh there's a new America and it smells like mothballs and it's back. You know, America's back. <laughs> America's back and it smells like Lanacane. <laughs> Whoa. Uh... America's back with fresh tennis balls on the walker. <laughs> Damn, man. There are people at my mom's place who walk faster than that guy. I'm just saying. And he's the staking president. 210-599-5585. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. 25 minutes after 9 on the Tuesday. Oh, it's Cupcake Tuesday, so I'll be doing a getting a, a cupcake from Gigi's later and consuming it in the most disturbing manner in my bathroom later on in the day. And then I'll post that video. Oh, I forgot to tell you yesterday, I posted a video of me annoying my wife while watching a Hallmark movie over the weekend. These are the things that I video. Did you see that, Chris? Was it the Bruges? Well, yeah, Bruges is a uh, it's a it's a town uh, in uh, Belgium, I think. But every other statement you said was followed up with "be quiet." Yeah, because I, I just was annoying. I was like, "Is this in Bruges? Are they filming this in Bruges?" In my annoying British accent, and she was screaming at me. It's on the video, KTSA.com. I also got to uh, post Kinky's uh, song from uh, uh, from uh, from last Friday. And also got Cleto coming on tomorrow on a new segment we're calling Here's Cleto. <laughs> He's joining us every Wednesday. He's a good guy. We're asking you if you uh, have been embarrassed, if you're embarrassed by the President of the United States as, as much as I am. Here's Pete. Pete, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Listen, man, I've got to tell you, I was embarrassed when Trump was in office. The way... Guys like Biden and all his group did not let Trump, you know, run the country. That's where my embarrassment started. Man, we had a good guy, and yet Mm. all these losers, you know, I mean, they didn't even give him common courtesy, even his wife. They were horrible to him. They were horrible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, but but see, look, they 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 look at a guy like uh, Biden and they kiss his ass seven ways from six ways from Sunday. Man, that guy gets the easiest questions. This was the greatest act of diplomacy ever by any president ever. It's nauseating. Yeah, yeah, thank you, man. And the guy didn't even know where he was half the time. Oh, that that uh, moment of silence was actually uh, a clip from the president that we uh, wanted to play. Chris, you have that audio of uh, of uh, Biden forgetting where he is. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Not the most thrilling audio, but you get the point. The dude just loses it mid sentence, man. Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that uh, uh, <laughs> the answer is, I believe, he is in the past. You could drive. <laughs> you could ride a herd of elephants through that that space right there, man. 
Uh, let me be clear. Uh, um, um, 210-599-5555. Someday we'll have a, a book of quotes, famous quotes from the president uh, from Joe Biden, and it'll be like three pages long. Here's Esteban. Esteban, what are you thinking? We got President Willie Loman who wants to be alive and has nothing in his head, and we have a media praising President Willie Loman. As far as Putin goes, President I like Willie Loman. He is clueless, he is stupid, and he doesn't realize he's stupid, and we have a press that adores him. And as far as Trump goes, I like the way he dealt with Putin. Trump was so nice to Putin on the surface, and he stabbed him in the back and shoved the broomstick up his butt like a good wise guy from Queens. Trump you know? didn't. They didn't let, look. Nobody liked Trump. That's what. That's what made the whole Russian thing such a joke to me because Trump was the last guy the Russians wanted to be president. They were hoping it was going to be Clinton. Yeah, I mean, his Trump's energy policy. Basically, put Putin in his place, right? And Putin's KGB. It's <laughs> cool. That's right. I appreciate the call, man. President Willie Loman and Hunter's Biff. <laughs> he is Hunter is Biff, man. If you're familiar with Death of a Salesman, two one zero five nine nine. Boy, I am pretentious as hell. All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. What? Go ahead and say it, Chris. Go ahead. Go ahead and say it. Because you drive an XLE. See, that's right. Quality matters, man. <laughs> um, I don't know what the hell we're talking about next. Uh, um, what am I going to talk about next? What do I feel like talking about next? Well, I want to talk about that, the, that relief pitcher. Man, that sucks. Do a little baseball smack talk. We'll talk about the word retarded uh, coming up as well. Uh, Chucky e. Schumer was dropping the R word yesterday. Give you my thoughts on that. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. News Talk 550 KTSA. Really, Chris? What you just said? Can you say that on the air? I went to HEB yesterday, and I noticed they had mi tierra, menudo, and tortilla soup. In jars, really? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. The, I can't do the menudo, man. I'm too honky for menudo. Well, I've said that before. My wife loves the menudo. What's the other stuff that I don't eat? Oh, barbacoa. I don't need barbacoa. I'm too honky for that. But my wife would really love that, man. That, the, the tortilla soup at Meteor was great. Right, I'm sorry. I I had no plan on talking about menudo and my inability to eat it going into this break. But that's just where we ended up. I'm just saying. H-E-B does that, though. They will bring stuff in that's made at area restaurants. To, they do. Yeah. I I like their ready meals. <laughs> what the hell? It's my show. We can talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. You people are enjoying it. I, I like the, the new steak and lobster tail thing they got going there. Right. And the ready meals. Those are badass, man. Badass. Badass. All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I have to admit, I've purchased one myself. Not well, you for, didn't eat not, it. Well, no, not, not for, for you, me. right? Because, not, uh, yeah, that's double trouble there. Lobster tail and yeah, and a piece of dead cow flesh. Well, you know, because uh, as we've talked about before, you know, I get out of. I'm usually home by twelve thirty one o'clock right. in the afternoon, and my wife doesn't get home till eight nine <laughs> o'clock at night. Right. So I always try to prepare dinner for her right when she gets home I, I oh usually, and you're you're saying right. on air you're admitting yeah. that you get the ready meals instead of doing it yourself i, I have maybe you that. should have kept that off the air don i'm just uh, saying she knows. oh she knows okay yeah. no, she I, sees I her seats i had her fooled for about two three seconds but <laughs> and i come home one day and i had this like lovely piece of of salmon and some bacon-wrapped asparagus, and she said, you went to H-E-B, didn't you? <laughs> I said, no, I grew that fish myself. Yeah, I, 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 I got a fish pool. farm out back there. I had a pool out in the backyard. I have fish back there. <laughs> I actually got the, the steak and lobster tail by mistake. I was. You thought it was a potato. Well, I thought it was the potatoes and asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> but when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, I got the wrong one. Hey, oh, this potato no. smells kind of fishy. But then I looked at it, I was like, oh, I got the wrong one. But yeah. it's they're good, aren't lobster they? Tail. Uh, I'm just going to go to H-E-B and get me some steak and lobster tail and forget the rest of the show. 
I'm kidding. I'm not going anywhere. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. So you put a CD in your CD player in your new car, cruise over to HEB. <laughs> I was listening to some Johnny Cash in my car yesterday. Hey, there you go. I, I do got, I, I do have a new car. And, and like, I'm still, every day, I'm still coming up with, like, jive errands I got to run that I don't really have to run. Yeah. Just so I can drive someplace in my car. This is, this is this, my Johnny Cash CD. This is how pitiful, I mean, the, the whole thing is just, when you told me you bought the car with the CD player, I was so happy for you. <laughs> you, know, and every, you. You know, every now and then I try to find something that I think you would like listening to. Right, because you, you said me, you, you've given me a whole bunch of CDs over right, the years. And I'll send them to you through Amazon or whatever. Yeah. So yesterday I'm like, well, you know, Sean's got a car with a CD player. I have to find something. You rock, for him man. To listen to. So, That's excellent. Got to narrow it down to a couple. So okay, just keep watching your mailbox in the next week or so. I will. Something will show up. That Don't, rocks, man. Thank you. Don't yeah. forget to gas up your CD player. Yeah, gas that up. It's a while to figure out how to get the damn gas thing open. Change the oil but in your CD player. Change the oil in the CD player. The rolling CD player. Mac wants to talk about HEB food. Uh, Mac, how you doing? Just fine, sir. <laughs> I was just going to tell you something. You what? can knock it out of the park and be a hero. I had a wedding this weekend. My uh, uh, niece got married and everything. We right. had it there at the river walk and all that, and they went to the clubs and all that. Right. And all the ladies were tired and worn out, and I told them, those girls are all from Mexico, and they're used to cooking and all the time. I said, hey, let's barbecue. They said, okay, sweater, we'll, we'll barbecue. Well, I, went, they didn't, I didn't tell them, but I went to H-E-B, and I bought about four or five pounds of that brisket. And those dino ribs, beef dino ribs. Oh yeah, man, they loved me. They thought I was that. It was you, you just said that on the radio, yeah, man. They're not listening, Rudy's, are they? <laughs> it's better than Rudy's barbecue, I think. I love H E B does. I appreciate the call, man. H E B does really good, man. Their food is the, the stuff they put together. They get, they're always thinking, man. They're always coming up with new ideas. Do you know what I saw yesterday? They now have oysters on the half shell that you can grill or broil, actually, with some cheese on them and Parmesan or whatever the hell. I actually went and I got a shrimp cocktail yesterday, and they were right next to them. The shrimp cock, the, the You mean the shrimp plate, the little shrimp tray with the with the chilled shrimp? Well, oh. I got the individual one. I didn't get the platter, but yeah. That's some good stuff right there. Man, I, I'm getting the munches. we just sitting there talking about food on the damn Sean Rama show. 210 599 I was going to talk about John, uh, uh, about uh, uh, Chuck Schumer. Uh, well, we'll talk about that when we get back. We'll talk about Chuck Schumer, and uh, he had to apologize for something. And it's kind of a it, – it, it involves a word that actually, uh, you know, re- represents a, a, a truth about my life uh, and, and my family. So we'll talk about that when we get back. 210-599-5555. Also, Jeffrey Tubin, uh, you know, people are really pulling for him. And uh, uh, as far as being back on CNN, and uh, they were talking about him on uh, on The View yesterday. What are you laughing at? What did I say? I mean, I, I still think the guy's kind of a jerk, but I, I don't know. Really pulling for him. Well, you know. <laughs> I actually is- sort of stole that line from Chris Glasgow, oh, who used God. a similar line earlier in the day, oh. uh, which made the hair on the back of Trey's neck stand up. So yeah. that there was, you go. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Trey just kind of stopped. I thought I was looking at a picture for a moment. Everybody just stopped. He just froze, man. And he looked at Chris. He looked at Chris like, "I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kick your ass, <laughs> boy. When I get out of here, I'm going to walk my. I'm going to walk right in there and kick your ass." Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? 952. I just saw we got MSNB puke on one, on one screen in here. We put Fox on the other. Biden has arrived for his meeting with Putin. They're showing us some video of an airport. Don't you just want to see Putin, like when you know, feeble old Biden kind of hobbles out, you know, across the tarmac? I just want to see Putin like riding in on like a freaking elephant or a rhino or something, bare chested, you know, like a, like a necklace of 
teeth around his his you know like wearing a, like a teeth like a tooth necklace. He's got a giant Kodiak bear on a leash. Like he, he's yeah, he's got to be riding on a rhino with a bear on a leash. <laughs> and in the other hand, like race to the heavens, like some big freaking sword, like you know, or a chariot pulled by bears. Or chariot pulled by bears. I, mean, I like that even better. A chariot pulled by bears, and he should be like just naked. With like a sword or something. And he's got the scorpions cranking from the stereo on his chariot. <laughs> Rock you like a hurricane. Or or dun 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 Yeah, I guess that would make more sense. And the sword should be on fire. A chariot pulled by bears, and there's his naked ass on a chariot pulled by bears with a sword of fire playing Wagner. I know it's German, but, you know. And there's Biden, you know, feebly hobbling behind Jill, being led by the hand. Uh, uh, baby, are those uh, are those bears? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Is that music coming from your record player? Dun dun da 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 da. Welcome to Russia. <laughs> I named the bear Corn Pop. <laughs> the lead bear is called Corn Pop. <laughs> He'd like to rub the hair on your legs and maybe eat the leg. God, man. You'd be more than a chain. <laughs> This is my associate, Blofeld. He'll be leading you to your chamber for the night. Blofeld. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting the phone number. Yeah, I'm sure Putin's really shaking in his boots over this, man, over this meeting. You know what I mean? He's like, can he even finish a sentence? You know? <laughs> Biden, how much you want to bet Biden screws up some Russian? Tomorrow we'll be talking about how Biden screwed up some Russian. Hey, hey, champ, uh, dust, 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 never mind. What am I doing here? Smirnoff. You know, in your own, champ, in your own language, Shivago. Shivago. 205 well, I mean, how embarrassing. You got one guy who thinks he's the biggest badass on planet Earth, and probably to a certain extent he is, right? Yeah, I mean, Putin's probably killed guys with his eyelids. You know what I mean? Eyelids. <laughs> and then you got this guy. You got Barnaby Jones barely making it across the tarmac. Can I get a furry hat? Yeah, it's not like a big furry <laughs> No, Putin needs to be naked with one of those big black furry-ass Russian hats. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like freaking horns coming out of it. You got to be riding on the back of a yak. Get the head of a bison on it. <laughs> no, he should just have some dude's head. You know, just all. This was the last guy I had a meeting with. Fling it over his shoulder. All the things in America, you know, and a mask. And he should have a surgical mask on. Um, <laughs> so. I, I'm just saying, I'm going to call it. I bet you by this time tomorrow we're talking about Biden screwing up some simple Russian phrase, you know. They just couldn't even, you know, pull off. Noon. Tennis net, you know. Das Vodanka. Das Vodanka Donuts. <laughs> How about you want to bet? This time tomorrow, he screws up some Russian somehow. Das for Dunkin' Donuts. And I said to him, I said, champ, I said, champ, I don't know why we're at odds. And then I, I said in the in the old Russian, Das for Donkey. You know. <laughs> I remember having lunch. Champ, I remember having lunch with Stalin. He wasn't that bad of a guy. He wanted to rub my leg, too. You remind me of Lennon. <laughs> and, and Paul and Ringo. <laughs> all you need, I said, all you need is love. Just like Lennon said in, in his, his, his mana, his manwich book there. He, he said his manifest, his thing. He said, all you need is love, champ. Lennon said that. Lennon. He was a Russian. 
Do you know the last thing Rasputin said? <laughs> ah, ouch. <laughs> ouch, right. <laughs> he said that guy from Twitter reminds him of Rasputin. I said, go sometime. Don't get me started on Alexander the Great. <laughs> Alexander the Great. He should come out dressed like Alexander the Great, man. Get like a little curly wig. Bare-chested once again. Wow. Okay. Uh, i got to take a break. We'll be right back. News Talk 550 KTSA. KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> he does that with Poot, and Poot's just staring at him like, what? 210-599-5555. It's Sean, five minutes after 10 on a Tuesday. I want to talk about you know something that happened with Chuck Schumer yesterday, uh, just briefly, and then we'll get back to, uh, we're going to make fun of Jeffrey Tubin coming up in a little bit, because why not? Um, I'm not a fan of Chuck Schumer. If you've listened to me for the past 10 years, you know I'm not a fan of Chuck Schumer. I think he's a lizard. But he had to apologize for a word he used yesterday, and uh, he, he was talking about, uh, I think, public housing uh, for folks, for homeless people, folks with developmental disabilities. And the actual quote was, when I first was an assemblyman, they wanted to build a congregate living place for retarded children. The whole neighborhood was against it. These are homeless kids. They just needed some help. We got it done. It took a while. Um, the R word, retarded, uh, is a, a bozo no-no these days. I believe back in, uh, it might have been 2009, I don't remember exactly, 2010, I guess, uh, Barack Obama uh, approves, uh, I remember this, Rosa's Law, which replaced the term mental retardation with intellectual disability uh, in all federal documents and policies. Okay. Uh, and Schumer has since apologized for the use of the word. Um, you know, my, my father and my mother were legal advocates through the ARC uh, in Maryland for folks with developmental disabilities, intellectual disabilities, special needs, whatever the the, the word is now. And uh, my father actually uh, ran a group home for many years uh, on the eastern shore of Maryland. And so, you know, I I had this whole family, this whole second family uh, in my teens and and throughout my 20s from this group home and, and various other folks that my parents became legal advocates for. In fact, my mom, and she's 86, eight, well, 89, she's going to be 89 in November, uh, was a legal advocate for a, for a woman uh, in Maryland until just a few years ago. And the ARC is the Association for Retarded Citizens. Uh, been to a few Special Olympics when I was younger. Uh, again, th- these folks were a second family to me. Uh, after my brothers had moved out, it was just me, mom, and dad. You know, I, we just we were around them all the time, and they were around us. And in that time, you know, I learned a fair amount about that community. In that, you know, there's a lot of crummy, crappy uh, facilities and group homes in this country. There's a lot of folks in that community who are just kind of abandoned and forgotten by their own families. You know, there there, there are some crummy institutions out there, not all of them. But, you know, uh, it, 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 it depends on where you are. And I understand what the problem with the R word is in that it became an insult. You know, at some point, people started using it as an insult to for other people, blah, blah, stink and blah. The word is completely benign. And actually, Chuck Schumer used it properly. There, There is nothing in and of itself wrong with the word retardation. Uh, my father, and I understand it's, it's, you know, it's passe now or what have you were considered insulting, but it's only that because it was made into an insult by people. 
I, you know, for me, we, we need to be much more concerned about how these folks are living in this country. Especially in government-sponsored places and group homes where maybe the standards aren't all that great. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess the, I don't know what the term is now. My, my father, in fact, uh, and my mom, uh, because these were commonly used words, again, up until 2010, inside that field of working with these folks, they had either mental retardation or developmental disabilities. Those are the two words my father used. And he was beloved by that community. Beloved. My father was beloved in that community. And I don't know that I was ever more proud of my dad and of my mom than when they were working with these folks. Um, so, yeah, the word's bad. The word's not used anymore. He's an older guy. He dropped the word. Uh, you know, is it something I needed to apologize for? No, he wasn't using it as an insult. Uh, you know, if you really, really are concerned about folks with uh, developmental disabilities or special needs or whatever we're calling it now, then, you know, get involved with somebody's life or get involved with an organization. But a word, we, we focus so much now. Uh, at so many different levels on additional meanings to words that we've added. Uh, it's like the whole pronoun thing, you know, if you don't use the right pronoun with somebody, you're going to get in trouble or somebody's going to start screaming at you or what have you. And so, again, it, and maybe this is just because of all the stuff that I learned in those years uh, with my parents and these folks. Uh, you know, the R word is the least of, of the worries. It, it really is when it comes to the, 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 you know, the organizations that are supposed to be caring for these people. The ARC does amazing work. I'm not talking about them. Uh, the ARC, uh, does amazing work for these folks. And, uh, my father, uh, and, mo- and mom certainly were very proud to have been a part of that organization. That's something I've actually considered, you know, getting involved with myself just to kind of continue on what they did. But no, I don't. I don't think Chuck Schumer did anything all that wrong. <laughs> and I, I, I never thought I'd hear myself say those words. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, again, it's it's a word. The word itself is benign. You know, if you go to if you go buy some fire, or you know, if a local fire department has fire retardant. You know, they're not insulting the fire retardant. You know, by calling it that, it's it's an actual word that has an actual meaning to it which is to hold back, essentially, to reduce. Uh, and, and that's essentially what the word means. So, you know, again, for once in my life, I am not, you know, it's yelling and screaming about Chuck Schumer. I, I don't think he, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not so sure I feel like there was anything they need to re- re- apologize for. But on that side of the aisle, that's all about political correctness. It's all about using the proper words. I think rather than worry about, you know, just in general, and I'm a writer saying this, in general, we got to stop worrying so much about the words we use, uh, you know, for each other, either in support or against, and start just treating each other better. Whether you use the right word or not doesn't mean you're a good person or a bad person. <laughs> that means it makes any sense. Yeah. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Eric wants to talk about Putin. Vlad Putin. Hey there, Sean. Good Vlad morning. Putin. Hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> hey, hey, man, I've been studying some uh, Russian stuff on YouTube lately, checking out some of the music. I got an idea for Putin how he would show up. What? He would show up in a, a stretched Lada limousine with a three-stripe three paint job and be cranking up some Russian hard bass music like uh, Russian Village Boys or DJ Blyatman or something and be uh, shirtless wearing some Adidas pants. I have no idea what you just described. <laughs> Chris so like was not in his head at all. Does that sound familiar to you at all? And they call it, they call it Adidas, and they crank up the Russian hard bass music is what they jam oh, to. Wow. Well, I don't know much about Russian music, but that's funny. I, I just keep seeing the because the, the the contrast between the two men, without even seeing them in the same shot yet, is is complete. It's vast. One guy looks like he can barely take a breath, can barely stand, and the other guy is Vlad Putin. <laughs> you know? yeah, guy and the other guy is Vlad Putin. Putin. That's all you really need to say, you know? Rude, hard-nosed guy, and the other guy is like a buffoon. <laughs> he is a buffoon, and I, I appreciate the He is. I appreciate the call, man. Well, and Bite, look, Trump was right. 
when he described Biden as a low-intellect guy. He is. But he was that before whatever he's going through right now started happening. Okay, Biden himself has never been an original thinker of any kind. He's also a bit of a racist. He's always been that. And he's not the brightest bulb in the. You know, he's just not. The, he's not the smartest guy in the world. He really isn't. It'll be funny when he starts quoting Putin to Putin. <laughs> he probably will. <laughs> Wouldn't that be embarrassing? See, because my my prediction is that he's going to somehow screw up some Russian thing. Like they're going to give him something in Russian to say, so that he looks, you know, badass. Like, look, I'm talking to a, look, I'm talking to a Russian guy in Russian, you know, and he'll screw it up somehow. You know what I mean? But you know, maybe also he ends up quoting Putin to Putin. You know, that that would be even worse. Quotes Putin to Putin in bad Russian. You know, even better, even more. How swell would that be for the United States of America? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five. Oh, here we go. we got uh, our new Attorney General Merrick Garland talking about uh, fighting domestic terrorism. And if you white like me, that means you and me. Because honkies is the new domestic terror threat. Honkies and climate change. That's right. Honkies and climate change are the two biggest threats facing this country. That'll be embarrassing. That's what Biden will bring up to Putin. Gosh, we just, Vlad, you know, champ, uh, wait, where was I? Oh, yeah, we're doing everything we can about white people in America. (laughs) Can I get another white Russian? Can I get another white Russian? No, that's what just will serve him, you know what I mean? As he's talking about the domestic terror threat of Caucasians in America, there's Vlad mixing up a white Russian. Here you go, Joe. What's in that glass costs 10,000 rubles, or whatever the hell I got over there. Uh, 210 I don't even know. What are the rubles? I'm not not here saying I I can do a slight Russian accent that I'm an expert on Russian. Okay, I've read some Boris Pasternak. That's about it. Little Dostoevsky. That's about it. 210-599-5555. What? What? I've seen Rocky and Bullwinkle. I've seen Rocky and Bullwinkle. With that Natasha chick. Because you know all women are named Natasha. All Russian women are named Natasha. You knew that, right? Natasha. Is that or Olga? Olga, Natasha. That's a, there's only two female names in Russia. Olga and Natasha, right? Because every freaking Russian character in, in Western culture, in American culture, is named either freaking Natasha or freaking Olga. Isn't that, isn't Scarlett Johansson's character in the Marvel movies, isn't she, isn't she a Natasha? Yeah, because she's Russian, of course. <laughs> it is. It's Natasha, isn't it? Look it up, Chris. It's Natasha. Black Widow is now who's... Yeah, Natasha, right. Because all Russian chicks in Western movies are named Natasha. And they all got knives that shoot out of their heel, out of their shoes. Years ago, I had a next-door neighbor who was from Russia. Yeah? Guess, guess what her name was? Natasha. You got oh, that you right, go. yeah. I oh, got and two the, names. Natasha Romanova. Natasha, yeah, they always got to be a Romanova, 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 Ding Dong. I couldn't pronounce her last name. <laughs> I had a Russian guy in Colorado that owned the local local liquor store that I used to go to. A couple of Russian guys owned the liquor store that I used to go to in this town I lived in in Colorado. And they would tell me all kinds of stuff like, you Americans are someday going to give it all away. You know, I mean, he would say that. <laughs> Young people are so stupid. You know, this was like 10 years ago. Right. Then, you know, he's just like, America's going to go. They, they would say, they'd say you, you know, this political correctness mm-hmm. is how it begins. Right. You know, and uh, and he, you know this guy lived. In the, it was a kid, the elementary school kid. You know, in the Soviet era, well, all the way up till eighty nine or ninety or whatever it was, uh, that the that the that the communist system uh, was taken down. But so he he spent the first half of his life in Soviet Russia. You know, where every school had these weird slogans on the walls, you know, and and uh, and stuff like that. And he would learn like false history about America and stuff like that, and. Had to be careful what you said out loud. You know, you're a kid. You got to be careful what you're saying and who's hearing you say it. Right. And, and it's a, weird to hear, man. You have huh? to always be in a hurry. Oh, is that to be in a hurry? Because you're a Russian. 
I shall kill you with my eyelids. Two one zero five nine nine fifty one. All right, Sean, take a break. Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Is everybody having a good time? On the Sean Show, 210-599-5555. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm going to talk about Jeffrey Tubin just, just briefly, uh, well, it, you know, it, it, if this were any other, Chris, wouldn't you agree that if this was anybody else in any other job, they wouldn't have that job? Do you know what I mean? Jeffrey Tube and the guy from uh, CNN, who <laughs> was on a Zoom call with some of his colleagues, I think talking to the, uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a CNN call. I think they were talking to uh, some te- some reporters or something for some reason. The New Yorker. They're speaking to the New Yorker. It's a Zoom call. We, we all had to do it during the lockdown, right? I hated it. I, I can say that now. I hated doing Zoom calls. Because I, I couldn't see anybody properly, and the lighting in my room sucked. I was always lost in shadow. I, if I'm going to be on camera, Chris, I want proper lighting. Uh, but Jeffrey Tubin's on a Zoom call, and he's, well, you know. <laughs> He's uh, engaging a little, a little self love there. Uh, he's a some Yankees bizarre... fan. He's a Yankees fan. <laughs> yeah, but he's you know he was, he's... He was staring at the sun, so to speak. He's he's, he's... <laughs> he's taking care of business. You know, he's there on a Zoom call, and accidentally, I guess people saw it or something. Yeah, he didn't realize his camera's on. Right. He was kind of like. Back away, he backed away from Ooh. his camera, but he was still in the view of the ah, camera. God, dude, and, um, what were you thinking, man? What was well, the topic of the Zoom call that I, got him so wound up? I don't you? know, but my God, man. I mean, you couldn't hold off, you know, for right, a moment yeah. until, until after the meeting was over, you know what right. I mean? I mean, I've heard of people like being on Zoom, and you're at home, you've been at home for weeks and months. And maybe you're in your freaking underwear, and you only got the business attire from the waist up. And there have been cases where people forget they're on camera, and they get up and they walk across the room, and you see their naked ass or something like that, or you see their underwear. But that's kind of understandable. But this guy was, you know, I mean, I don't know what that noise is supposed to signify, but he was... (laughs) And if that were any... I mean, if you worked for any other... If you were any other person on planet Earth, you'd have been fired. Don't you think? Because it's not like he forgot that he was not wearing pants. The guy was actively... He was taking advantage of the fact that he wasn't wearing pants. Well, it's just, it's, it's just strange, man. It's like, what the hell, dude? You couldn't wait until the Zoom call was over? Well, the Zoom call was over. Oh, it was over. Right, and he didn't realize that oh, the camera, was still, the camera was still on. Well, still, man. Yeah, that's some other part of the house you can go to. There's a room somewhere. Get a room for yourself and yourself there. Yourself and yourself. Point being, most people would have been fired. Well, he's back. And what's even more bizarre is that people are defending him. And I heard, Chris, you were talking about Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins were talking about this. That on The View yesterday, making women look stupid for a full 60 minutes a day. And they got uh, they got this chick from CNN, Anna Navarro uh, from CNN, is on as the guest panelist, and she says something very strange. She says, in his case, he was not sexually harassing anybody. He didn't have the intent to sexually harass somebody. He was sexually harassing himself. That's kind of a problematic statement, isn't it? On yeah. <laughs> well, different levels. I didn't see the broadcast, which I rarely do. Right. But uh, one could only hope that she was kind of joking around. Maybe perhaps. she was, I don't know, sexually harassing himself. She may be trying to, desperately trying to victimize him, but in doing so, she's also making him the perpetrator. He's victimizing himself. Right. That's hey, Jeffrey, nice ass. And it's him saying that, you know, and it's like... Does he does he tell himself to get himself a cup of coffee? You know, hey, uh, what's my sign? Hey, depends. sweetheart. Hey, oh. hey, what's that? Depends on his identity. Ooh, 
God, can you sexually harass yourself? Is that even possible? But the bizarre thing about all this is not, it's not even the act itself, um, because, you know, most people have moved on. It's the, <laughs> it's the worldwide apology tour. Yeah. That he is being put on. You know, and most Just people. Just be quiet about it, for God's sake. When that happened, most people had no idea. I can right. promise you, 99% of the people you know had no idea right. what had gone on. But now it's but now, all over the place. He, they bring this guy back through the system here, and he's going to go on and apologize in front of every camera that's available. And now everybody knows. And now everybody knows. That what he thinks about himself, he touches himself. <laughs> that's how the song goes. <laughs> when I think about me, I touch myself. <laughs> that's what I think about you, but I guess it's, <laughs> he thinks about himself in this instance. Ooh, it's all lurid and icky all the way around. Good icky. notice how handsome I looked in that Zoom call. I just could help myself. Yeah, could help zoom. myself. Zoom, zoom. Who's that good-looking fellow? Oh, that's Ooh, me. That's, that's me. Stand back at me. <laughs> how about a little you and me? Or no, I'm sorry. How about a little me and me? <laughs> <sighs> I'm just saying, if there's it, if you're on a Zoom, I know it was over. But if there's any chance that camera's still going, why? <laughs> you know, I, I'm doing my best Ricardo Maltabana's con voice. Why? Why? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. What's the most embarrassing? Oh God! <laughs> I'm Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, I'm so pretty on Zoom. If I put the lotion, never mind. <laughs> All right, 210-599-5555. Oh, no. Sean on Newstock 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Welcome back, Jeffrey. Still got your gig, man. The future is in your hands. Oh, God. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. What a, what a day. Um, well, Eric Garland just finished up speaking. Uh, he's your attorney general, and he was talking about, <laughs> talk, not about uh, Jeffrey Tubin, but he was talking about domestic terrorists. And, you know, when, when you're talking about domestic terrorists, you know, you, you, you're talking about, well, you and me. <laughs> you and me, pretty much, we're the domestic terrorists uh, on planet Earth. And uh, and he just, he, I don't know, he's talking for, well, Chris looked like about a half hour. Fox didn't carry it, but MSNBC did. And I couldn't hear what, exactly what he was talking about, but I, I, I know I probably know the gist of it. Because this is a guy who said January sixth. What did he say uh, back in uh, in in May? Gen- the insurrection of January sixth was the most dangerous threat to our democracy ever. Uh, this uh, is a dude who who believes that uh, Donald Trump was a uh, uh, was a, a domestic terrorist because he inspires white people, white supremacists. This is. To engage in acts of violence, and you know we we've known about this for a while. Obama was on a uh, big on this too when Janet Napolitano got her big butt into the main chair over there at uh, Homeland Security. One of the first things she did was add to our list of domestic terrorists, constitutionalists. Back then, it was the Tea Party, gun rights people, pro-lifers. Pretty much anybody who would be politically against the Obama administration. And that's precisely what's going on right now, is that they're trying to make the greatest threat to democracy are domestic terrorists. And who are, are, is it Antifa? No. Is it Black Lives Matter? No. It's, it's, it's me, man. It's a honky like me. It's a conservative honky like me. Uh, people who voted for Trump are domestic terrorists. Uh, of course, white supremacists, you know, are our biggest threat. Uh, yeah, and kind of the same crowd that Obama didn't like. Uh, pro-lifers, 
uh, Second Amendment folks, constitutionalists, conservatives in general, white Christians. We are the new domestic terrorists that a guy like uh, Merrick Garland, uh, I guess, needs to fight and take on. And uh, essentially what they've done, what they're attempting to do, and this is my thought, you maybe agree, maybe you disagree, 210-599-5555. Uh, is they've tried to make uh, or marginal, certainly marginalize the support base of a guy like Donald Trump, which involves most conservatives in this country. And not only to marginalize them, but to make them the new enemy. We're the enemy. We're the enemy lurking in the dark, man. We're the enemy walking down the street right next to you. White Christian conservatives, let's be honest. And the reason you would want to try to demonize that crowd of folks as domestic terrorists, well, apart from the fact that you, I guess you want to start shutting their websites down, shutting their social media stuff down, silence their voice, silence my voice, is you want to marginalize them as the enemy so the people are suspicious of, uh, of these folks. Uh, and in this way, you hope to thwart any lingering desires a guy like Donald Trump may have for the next presidential cycle or, you know, uh, whomever they, they, the Republicans may, you know, offer up. You, you want anybody that would support Republicans, not only in the midterms, but in the next uh, presidential cycle as being the enemy. Racist, hateful. I mean, if you think about pretty much everything concerning populist rhetoric right now, and Biden was talking about populist rhetoric, but he wasn't talking about his own. If you look at populist rhetoric and you look at the rhetoric of the woke crowd right now, who are the bad guys? The bad guys are white men. Conservative white men are the biggest threat to America right now. Next to climate change, but that's okay because white dudes actually made climate change. <laughs> So, you know, if you're a white dude like me, you're the new enemy, man. You're, we're, we're the threat. We, you and me. We're, 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 we're hateful. We're terrorists. And, uh, you know, you can see it happening right before your very eyes. And, uh, and, and, and also the woke crowd is, is not, uh, oblivious or, or not, uh, uh, adverse to, uh, gnawing on their own bones. Uh, they've gone, they've, they're going after Tom Hanks now via NPR. Because he's just made too many movies about, you know, too many positive movies about white dudes. So he's a part of the threat, too. And I've been saying this for a long time. I, I, I was saying it on an old show, and I'm saying it now. You you can't out-liberal the woke crowd. You don't think that you've somehow... I, I used to say this about Nuremberg. Don't think that you're so stinking progressive and so woke that that target won't end up on your back someday. I mean, these are people that went after Jim Henson, for Christ's sake. I mean, come on. So, welcome to the new America. 210-599-5555. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA. Hey, if you get a chance, look up uh, look up this woman uh, that Chris and I were just talking about her, and Trey and I talked about her quite a bit. Uh, let me find the article here. Who is, uh, she escaped from North Korea. Yeah, I got a Fox News story. And they, well, they interviewed her. Yeonmi Park, uh, who escaped, uh, North Korea in 2007. She was 13 years of age. It was a very treacherous journey. Uh, she was sold into sex slavery with her mom for a, a time and then rescued by some, some international, uh, uh, folks who do this sort of thing and, she was able to make her way uh, across the Gobi Desert, out of uh, out of uh, North Korea, and uh, and she went to Columbia University. She's twenty seven now, and she just can't believe what's going on in the universities and how we are on the path uh, of of going communist, uh, really uh, fascist, whatever you want to call it. And she talks about it. She's got a book out that I, I, that I really want to read, and uh, it is called, where did I see it? But, yeah, she was. She uh, made her way to America, 
uh, and then uh, and then uh, went to Columbia University, and she says it's horrible. They're 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 teaching you how to think. Oh, it's called In Order to Live. It came out in 2015. And uh, it's something I'd like to read. But look her up. We're running out of time, so I'm not going to devote a lot of time to it. But uh, it really gives you some insight. Well, I mean, when you talk to somebody who actually lived in a communist or socialist regime uh, or fascist regime and they escaped and they made it here, universally they all say, you guys are on the way. You're on the road. The Commieville, you know, and and, uh, and, uh, you're giving it, and and see here, and she even said, I think she said this, that, uh, and we talked about this earlier on the day on, on Where and Rima that, you know, uh, normally these kinds of uh, states come into being at the point of a gun, at the muzzle of a gun, but now we're just opting for it, man. <laughs> you know, there's almost like an ego stroke in the era of the selfie that the left have in this country for things like socialism and communism and the wokeness and all that stuff and the pronoun crap and canceling crap. Look how intelligent and progressive I am. I know how important pronouns are. I know how awful and racist pride and prejudice is, you know, blah, blah, stick and blah. And so you got young idiots and mostly young idiots who are walking into their own oppression with a big stupid grin on their face. Like they're the smartest people in the room. So look her up, Yeonmi Park. Uh, again, escaped North Korea in 2007. Uh, and, uh, and has some definite insights after, uh, attending Columbia University for a little while. I don't know if she's still there. Uh, and then, uh, this, this story was kind of, kind of, I am a baseball fan, so this story was kind of broke my heart a little. Because, you know, guys who are who want to play baseball for a living, man, that's all they ever wanted to do, man. Something they start working on from when they were little kids. And you have this guy, Bo Burrows, who's a relief pitcher uh, for the Detroit Tigers. Been in the minor leagues, finally made it to the big leagues. It's his first relief pitching gig of the season. He's at the show, Chris. He's in the big tent now. He's in the big leagues. And he he, 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 I think he puts one guy on base. Uh, he did strike a couple of dudes out, but he wasn't exactly throwing all that well. And then he barfed. Yeah. <laughs> and then he barfed. He just how, how why ever why he barfed. Most people are saying it was nerves. I mean, I cannot imagine being a pitcher at the major league I, I can't i can't i mean i can't play baseball at all that's why it fascinates me but the pressure on the pitcher and especially when it's your first big time gig it's got to be enormous well he threw forward and then he threw up <laughs> but they bounced him back to the minors right after the game man well i don't know something it's got to be I mean, something more than that well, i'm thinking maybe he requested it maybe he's like i'm not ready maybe because that the, the problem with something like that is it's going to follow him. He's got to be like Robert freaking Redford in The Natural, like come back when he's like 50, you know, and everybody's forgotten, you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's just sad. I just feel bad for the guy, man. Bounce back to the minors right after the game because he, he, he tossed his Twinkies right there on the mound. It was rather foul. It was rather foul. Imagine being the guy who's going to clean that up. It's not something you're used to cleaning up. On a pitcher's mound. Well, then again, lots of spit. Right? There's a mound of spit. Right? There's a mound of spit and a pool of puke. That's what I'll leave you with today. A mound of spit and a, pound, a puddle of puke. Isn't that pleasant for you? And they just kick some dirt on top of it. <laughs> it's painful to watch because you can see it happening, man. And as somebody who's barfed quite a you know, I, I don't know why, but I've barfed quite a bit in my life. <laughs> That you can tell when it's coming, man. That guy's like, Boom. and you know what's going on inside of his head, don't you? No, no, please, dear Jesus, don't let me barf. No, you know, and you know it's coming, and it gets to a certain place, and you know it, it's coming, baby. You ain't you ain't stopping it, man, right? Bold barf. <laughs> you do a technicolor yawn right there on the uh, on the pitcher's mound. And suddenly your ass is bounced back to the miners. And that, because, you know, I mean, 
You know how it's going to be for the poor guy. You're the dude that puked, aren't you? You know what I mean? But, God, what must the pressure be? Because that's why I find baseball so fascinating. Because one pitch can change an entire game. One pitch can win a game for a team if the if all the players are if all everything all the circumstances are correct, man. You could be down, you could have been losing that crap all through the game, and all of a sudden you in the seventh inning, ninth inning, and you got all those dudes on base, and you're the pitcher for the other team, and you know if one dude gets on, you know. You don't want to pitch that grand slam. You don't want to pitch the pitch to throw the ball that wins the game for the other guys. You don't want to be that dude. They named the breakfast after it. But that's what, yeah. But I mean, that's what I like about it. Because yeah, you're right. But that's what I like about baseball. Is just, you know, batter and pitcher, batter and pitcher, batter and pitcher. You know, it's just you know. Bleh. I think I puked before I sat before my first major market radio. If I remember correctly. Not in the studio, of course. All right. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for Elaine Rodriguez, Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.